With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Right now, like, let's talk cricket. It is summer, so we've got to do this. Uh, Jaleesa Apps, uh, filling in on SCN Breakfast, is joining us now. G'day, Jaleesa. Hello, how are you? Good. First time we've had the chance to chat. And um, uh, did you enjoy your um, sleep-in uh, today? Because you've been getting up at the crack of dawn to do <laughs> breakfast with uh, Jimmy Smith, the world's nicest man, Jimmy Smith, by the way. So you got it nice and easy. But how are you coping with those early starts? Oh, it's been it's been really um, look. It's been interesting because I've been um, also working my normal job at ten, and at the moment yep. um, I'm filling in for Matt Burke, um, doing like the national bulletin, and then also you do a bulletin for Perth, which is obviously quite late. So I'm not getting off air till about um, nine thirty, and not getting home till about. 10.30, and then my alarm goes off at 3.30. So I can't say the hours have been the easiest thing in the world, but I have to say it's been so much fun that um, it definitely has made up for it. And so I cannot complain at all. It's been very easy and very fun. Plus, you're on Manners Cricket Podcast as well, aren't you? So you're everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, Manners, poor Manners. I've probably neglected him in the past few weeks. <laughs> but um, we did a podcast in between bulletins yesterday, so in between like the National and the Perth Bulletin. Um, and Manners is so much fun and I love doing um, all, everything um, with Manners. So, yeah, I'm fortunate that everything I do, it's a lot of fun and it's with a lot of good people. So I've only been in my house every day this week for about five hours. Um, between the hours of like 10.30 and like 4. So um, it's been a bit of a week. But this morning I actually woke up at about um, 7.30 and I just felt like a new person. I was like, wow, I feel so (laughs) good. Like I could run a marathon. Yeah, and and the funny thing is though too though, there is the day when you you are into that routine of say getting up at three thirty in the morning. You do wake up at seven thirty on a Saturday. It's hard to believe today's Saturday. You lose track this time of the year, and you go, "Oh my god, I've slept in! I've slept in! What have I done? What I've got to get up?" You know, you panic. It's yeah, crazy. Oh, I was saying, I was saying this to Jimmy um, during the week that I was trying to the first couple of days. I was trying to slip home um, between. Uh, morning radio and going to 10. I was trying to slip home and get like a couple of hours sleep. And all that was doing was I was laying down um, for two hours and all that was happening was every 20 minutes I woke up and I started running around the house thinking that I'd missed (laughs) going into work. And it was just like the anxiety wasn't worth it. My heart was under far too much stress every 20 minutes. Are you back on Monday? I'm back on Monday, yep. I, um, I've got the weekend off from both, so obviously not uh, doing breakfast or um, Channel 10. So I've got two days off now and then I'm back for another week. I can't believe it's almost over, though. I've just It's gone so quickly. 
Well, you, well, you, you got to make room for Vossi again, mate. You can't just you can't keep Vossi out of a job. You realise oh, that? Oh, can't he just stay on holidays a bit longer? I reckon if you asked Vossi, he'd be very happy to stay on holidays <laughs> a, a bit a bit longer. Now, listen, let's talk about cricket. I know you love your cricket. And, yeah. Geez, COVID's causing a bit of a headache, isn't it? It's causing a headache everywhere in cricket at the moment. So obviously we had uh, Travis Head test positive yesterday and I kind of feel like maybe that's not the end of it. Um, I really hope there's no other players or any staff that um, have have been will be impacted by that. But it just almost felt inevitable that at some point a player from um, one of the sides was going to test positive and unfortunately it was Travis Head so let's hope that he's uh, feeling okay and doing well of course they're all double vaccinated so um, that will help him there but then he also in the BBL there's just been um, starting I, I actually can't believe the BBL went so long without having a case given how much they're traveling around and how many people are involved with getting that up and running every day that I can't believe they managed to escape it for this long because we've seen so many other sports, the NBL, the A-League, just be impacted by all of this. So um, they, in some ways, were lucky, but now it seems like um, the stars, they have, it's actually absolutely running through there. It's like 15 in total players and staff that have um, COVID as of yesterday. And then uh, four in the um, Sydney Thunder side. So Are they managed sick, to keep that. Though? Are they sick or are they just, or they've tested positive? I mean, you hear it's stories where like... people test positive, Jaleesa, and they're not even crook. There's no symptoms. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of, thank goodness we got vaccinated, because mm. that seems to be um, the case, is that they're just testing positive, um, and uh, it seems like no one is um, gravely ill that we've heard of, which is um, a really good thing. That's good news. Uh, but obviously, every now and then you get that person um, who does get very sick, and so, of course, they're going to take all the precautions they can to make sure that they keep their own sport safe. And it's, it's no different, really, to any other company at the moment. Like, yeah. you know, I know where I work, Channel 10 has a double vax policy just to keep everyone safe. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's the good thing about vaccination is we're not seeing... And, you know, people get a little bit... Like, I've heard a lot of people say, well, why did we get vaccinated if we get all these cases? And it goes, well, because we don't have the mass cremations that were happening in India. Like... Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we, you know, yeah, yeah, of course we're all going to probably get it at some point, but we don't have those awful death rates and we can even keep things like sport going. Yeah, that's true. And and the fact that we can, uh, whilst it's still spreading, our vaccination rates are still going up as well and people now are getting their boosters, which is, which is good news as well. Getting back to the Aussie team, Travis head out. Uh, does that mean uh, Maddinson's come in, Mitch... Marsh has come in. Who else has come in? Um, Usman. Oh, but Usman right. was already in the squad. Uh, he, was he was playing in the BBL. Oh, did he go back to the BBL? Oh, right, going, okay. He was going back to the... Yeah, so, sorry. He was going to go back to the BBL, but, you know, he was stayed in the squad... Sorry, uh, I got my wires off for a second. But, no, sorry. He was staying in the... He went back to the squad. That's right. He started yeah. and then he went... Back to the squad, so yeah, um, we've had. Hey, a surely he'll be number from... five. He'll he'll go straight into that team. Well, you would think, yeah. I um, I personally like. I would have had him as the opener over Marcus Harris. 
So yeah, um, me too. Yep. Yeah, so I probably would have had him there, but and given how well he has performed um, for Queensland, and he's been down the order for Queensland too, um, I, in the Sheffield Shield heading into the Ashes, I think that um, yeah, he's probably the certainty. But they need all the cover that they can get at the moment because we don't know, you know, what's going to happen and um, and you know what, wow. how far it's going to go. Who's had um, contact with? Travis Head, that that kind of thing. So um, I would think Mitch Marsh is also not a bad option. Would you? Well. Yeah, that's my question. I was going to ask that, Jaleesa. Of course, speaking to Jaleesa Apps, uh, the breakfast star at 11.70 SEN with uh, Jimmy Smith on Monday morning, filling in for Vossage like that, like how I just threaded that into the conversation. I, made I love it that. Sound natural. Uh, <laughs> Of course you would. <laughs> um, I, I want to ask you the question about uh, playing Mitch Marsh and also playing Green. I mean, you wouldn't have two all-rounders. Plus, you've got Stark, who's an all-rounder. You wouldn't have three all-rounders in the one team, though. You know what? I think that they could almost do whatever they want at the moment, given the, the way that like they've wrapped up the Ashes, is that, I actually, I wouldn't hate, you know, giving Mitch Marsh another go. But the the only thing I would say about giving Mitch Marsh, and like you said, it's a lot of all-rounders, is that people often take a lot of what happens in the BBL and they put a lot of weight on that going and say, like, people should, you know, such and such should be playing in the test team. And I find that a little bit of a false sort of, you know, way to judge it because BBL is, first of all, it's, you know, the standard isn't as high. Like, let's be honest, I love the BBL, but the standard isn't as high. And also, it's the white ball. You can't really put white ball format into red ball mm. format. So I, I, um, I, you know, I wouldn't hate giving Mitch Marsh another crack at the test side. But, um, yeah, I, I think only if he was really needed. I mean, the good news is I was thinking maybe he would get a go. Um, yesterday when we heard Marcus Harris um, had to stay behind in Melbourne because there was a bit of... Uh, no conjecture around his PCR test. And I thought, oh, maybe if he's also ruled out, they might put Usman um, up the order yeah, right. and open and then put Mitch Marsh. But the good news is Marcus Harris has received a neg- negative PCR test this morning, so right, that's okay. really good. Okay. The Poms, can they bounce back and, and, and put up some sort of fight uh, in the fourth test? And, and I was just talking to the boys before starting on air here. I, I just... I'd be trying anything. I'd, I'd even be giving Butler a crack at opening. You know, he's again. We're using that white ball form as a as a bit of a uh, an example. But the fact is that he looks lost in the middle order. I mean, he can't even hit the ball off the square. Yet he's one of the best batsmen in the world when it comes to facing a hard, fast board. I'd yeah. be giving him a crack at the top of the order, and if he makes thirty or fifty, it's better than what he's doing now. Yeah, I I I agree with you, but I all, I think that England have got absolutely nothing. I think they're so lost at the moment, and it would be an absolute miracle if um, Chris Silver would keep his um, position as coach because there was a lot of signs leading into this that they were going to struggle, and even just things like picking Zach Crawley, like you know, that's just desperation. He's averaging mm. eleven this year. Like yeah. it's not. They've just got nothing. Um, I noticed a really interesting suggestion yesterday was to um, get more of those guys into the Sheffield Shield 
um, so that when we do have an Ashes series, they're more competitive and more used to Australian conditions. I kind of like that idea because when we're over there, like, you know, a lot of our cricketers play county cricket. Um, Manus Labergine was one a couple of years ago who... He uh, was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and then he got the call up to the test. Yeah, and and went in, like completely prepared and um and did great so i wouldn't mind that idea because as much as you know i love beating england and it was so exciting to watch those first tests and uh first three tests and everything like that it's now lost interest and for me last year was so much better like i didn't realize until watching this summer i didn't realize how much i appreciated last summer even though Mm. we got beaten it was just such competitive cricket. Like, I don't think we've seen a test series like that till, like, when I was really young in, like, 2010 was an incredible series as well. So I kind of feel like it, it would be good to, to make it more competitive out here. Otherwise, over the years, it's, I think it will lose interest if the ponds are just getting completely hammered every time. Well, I'll watch it. I just want to test the last, well, the second test, if it, I'd like to see more than two and a half days. It wasn't even two and a half days, really, was it? No. I'd like to see it last longer than that. You know, it's I'm, um, I miss my cricket. And, yeah, I, I do too, and I was, was so looking forward to this um, series, but I've lost interest in terms of the competitiveness. Of course, I still watch it and, um, you know, would love to see Australia do well, but I just last summer when it just came down to literally the last over and they were watching the clock, and, you know, it was, it was all coming so intense. And um, I just thought it was just an amazing uh, series. But it's just a shame that the Pumas haven't put on a bit more of a fight. And mm. I wish that um, they had have. I wish they'd come in a little bit um, more competitive. But, I mean, great to see Australia do well. The good thing is in Australia is there's also been all these subplots that have kind of kept things really <laughs> interesting, like you know, Scott Boland doing amazing and now possibly yeah. being dropped. Pat Cummins taking over the captaincy. There's been a lot of incredible storylines to come out. Jai Richardson takes five for gets dropped for the Boxing Day test. For Scott Boland, yeah, yeah. who takes six for. It, it, it's been yeah, it's you, been amazing. And you know the person who we've all completely forgot about? Michael Nisa. Absolutely. <laughs> Poor Nisa. Again, he's been like he's finally cracked into the test side. Now he's got these other blokes coming in. Like, I the know. guy's the most unluckiest fast bowler in the world. In any other side, he would be like, you know, Absolutely. one of the first picks. Hey, well done to George Bailey and the selectors for, for picking these young players. Last year, our bowlers, in that fourth test against India at the Gabba, they looked tired. They looked exhausted. And this year, completely different situation. Change of chairman of selectors. And look what's happened. And and hats off to George Bailey. Before we go, Ben McDermott, can he make it three centuries back-to-back in the Big Bash the Savo, which you can catch all the action here on 1170 SEN? Um, I really, part of me really hopes that he can, and part of me couldn't fit him in my super coach team. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to feel the pain. <laughs> so you're being selfish. Uh, if I was to be very selfish, <laughs> but I don't want to feel the pain of like having you know really expensive Ben Dermott out of my super coach team. But I do <laughs> want to see him do well, so I hope so. Outstanding. Imagine we'll talk. Badge and I, Gary Belcher and I, were talking about this the other night. Imagine facing your old man in the backyard when you're a kid, Billy coming <laughs> yes. in off the long run with the zinc on his on his nose. Uh, he gets smacked <laughs> by a young Benny in the backyard, and all of a sudden. 
Uh, Craig lets one rip past his nose with the tennis ball with the tape on one side. Yeah, so true. We were um, actually talking about this to Simon Cadditch the other day. He was uh, on air. We were talking about um, he, he, he was saying he plays backyard cricket with his kids. And I was like, isn't that like as a kid, you just you don't want your dad to be a cricketer playing backyard cricket. I know. I know. That's pretty tough, isn't it? Uh, quickly, sporting prediction for 2022. Do you have one uh, question without notice? Uh, I think uh, the Raiders to make the top eight. <laughs> Okay. I've set my expectations low. Are you are you a Raiders supporter? I'm a big Raiders supporter. Okay, so again, that's that's not something I'm going to take to the bookmaker today. You realise that? That's just that's a hope, <laughs> not a prediction. You know that? Uh, well, no, it is kind of a hope, isn't it? Yeah. At the moment, I've got about 14 teams finishing in the top eight. Here's a cricket prediction for you. I don't. I think that uh, Australia will have a new coach. Jeez. In the um, in the cricket, in the test, like JL will lose the, the job of all three formats. Yep. Wow. What I'm do you think? Feeling a vibe. Really? Feeling a vibe. Yeah. I just uh, particular. Just you know what? The thing that really sent me to that was um, listening to Pat Cummins the other day, and when he didn't really give him a resounding endorsement, I. Uh, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good, does it? Let's not forget what JL's done for Australian cricket post Sandpaper Gate. He's got a bit he's oh, got a absolutely. little bit in the bank. And he's just he's just beaten the Poms. He's just thrashed the Poms as the coach. He's he's the he's the successful coach of the T twenty World Cup team. I'll give you another one as well. Australia will win the T twenty World Cup this year too. Oh yep, you I think you're probably bang on with that. With the death Completely of the ridiculous that we're having two in two years, but I know, brilliant. but we'll take it. We'll take it. Hey, Jalice, we've got to go. I've got to go to a break. I'm getting the warning. Uh, listen, thank you for joining us today on Sports Central. Enjoy Brecky again on Monday morning with uh, Jimmy Smith. Uh, you're working with one of the best in the business, and we love having you on board in the SCN family. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. No worries. Jalissa Apps there. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.